Hey, hey, Christine, how are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm so excited to talk with you. Uh, we know each other from Central Michigan University. We went to school together. Fire up chips. Woohoo! Let's not count back to how long ago that was. Because I know it was much shorter in my head than actual years have passed. So, <laughs> in some ways, it feels like a lifetime ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in other ways, it's like, oh no, we're just we're just getting started, girl. Right? Right. All right. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about what you're up to now. Oh, gosh. Well, I've been doing a lot of different things with my life. Um, After we left Central, I went to grad school and uh, then just kept going to grad school (laughs) until I got, speaking of things that took forever, um, (laughs) I got my PhD in medical family therapy, so the integration of behavioral health into medicine with a specialty. Um, I did a lot of training, extra training in pediatrics settings. Nice. since then, I worked for a nonprofit doing practice transformation for a couple of years, and then I started um, working as a professor for a couple of years, which I recently quit to pursue a creative career. So just been all over the place. And here we are. And I have always respected and admired how you just went about life with zest and joy no matter what. And I'm sure like everyone, you had, you know, obstacles and you had things along the way, but I've always just been amazed. And I want to hear a little bit about how you decide to, all right, this chapter is ending and I'm moving on to this, like some of the things, like how you decide that. And of course, I want to hear how you infuse creativity in your life because, you have an amazing Instagram account. So if you don't follow Christine, make sure you go and follow her. What's your, what's your handle again? I'm uh, Christine underscore E underscore B, like the Busby, B-E-E. <laughs> it's it. a lot. So hopefully we can, they can see it somewhere. <laughs> the thing is, is like you are incredible at infusing creativity, at least from my perspective, in all areas of your life, not just like keeping it trapped in the professional side, like you do it as a mom and it seems like you do it as a wife and an activist in all of those kind of different roles. So what is your intention? Do you have, do you set out to do that or does it come naturally? Talk to me about that. I think it just kind of spews out of me for lack of a better term. Um, Honestly, I think that when I was working um, in academia or in the nonprofit world, I was so desperate for creativity that it just, you know, almost like a kettle that's about to boil over or almost like a bag of water that's going to burst. So I would pop little holes in it so that the creativity could get out Mm -hmm. Um, probably in really weird ways, right? Like my students, I'm sure I um, taught doctoral students. They would be like, why did she like illustrate our entire PowerPoint this week? And it's because I needed that outlet or bless my kids' hearts. They love crafts right now and art. And I'm super glad because someday I wonder if they're going to be in therapy. Like my mom just made us do crafts all of the time. Um, yeah. So I think for, for a really long time, I just, I, I was creative when I could be. Now I also thought that I was not, I couldn't draw. 
Oh, uh, really? Because yeah. you are amazing at it. Thank you. For a really yeah. long time. Um, my okay. dad is an artist. He's a beautiful artist. He was an engineer his whole life. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, on his free time would do all of this beautiful art. And I, I'm not as uh, – uh, my art isn't as realistic as his. And so I just assumed that I, I couldn't do it, right? So I was crafty yeah. in other ways. Yeah. And then um, it was my daughter. She was, I don't know, a year too old. And she got invited to um, somebody, a little girl's birthday party. And they didn't, they were accepting donations and they didn't, they didn't want presents, but you could donate to this uh, charity. And so I thought, well, I want her to unwrap something. So I'm like, well, I'm going to try to draw a little something that represents this organization, right? And so I did. And I was like, Oh, that was really fun. I really I felt really good while drawing this little piggy, right? To to represent this organization they chose. And I want to I want to do more of it. And so I just kept going and the more that I drew, the more that I was like, "Wow, this is amazing." Um, and I guess the rest is history. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. So, I want us if we're like exactly where you were thinking, I can't draw, or maybe you think like you're not creative at all. So I definitely do not like drawing and I feel terrible at drawing and painting, but I feel creative in other ways. So just talk to us about why we should consider making the space and time to be creative and how to kind of figure out what works for us. Do you have you know, some thoughts or ideas around that. Absolutely. So um, I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but I consider myself a recovering perfectionist. Mm. Um, yeah. that I feel that. Player, sometimes I do better than other times. <laughs> um, and this is one of those things that I just didn't do it because I thought I wasn't good at it, mm. which is ridiculous when you think about it, right? When you can zoom yeah. out and you're like, but since when do we have to be good at things to have fun at them? It's not about exactly. selling. It's about enjoying. That's what life should be about. Yeah. And so I really – I encourage people to, to challenge their thinking when they say things like, well, I'm not creative. Mm-hmm. I think as humans, we're born creative. I mean, it, it doesn't look the same for everybody. Like look at what you've done with your business and even the exercises that you come up with. <laughs> And like the fun, you know, like holiday shopping, cardio stuff that you've done. I've seen you do over the yeah. years. Like, yeah, it's creativity looks different for everybody. It's almost like a like a fingerprint. It's not going to look the same as everybody's, and it shouldn't. And I think for a long time as an artist, I stalled out because I thought, well, I can't do it like they do it. Well, I shouldn't do it like they do it. Right. I'm not them. Um, Thank so- God that you got back up and. Change your ways on that. Thank you. <laughs> you know, and I'd like to thank all of like the support and like the yeah. mental health professionals and the coaches that I've had throughout my life to really help me get there because it, it was yeah. such a scary thing to be like, well, this is what I really like to do, but what if I'm not the best at it? Well, then who cares? Right. Um, and I think that, you know, there's so many health benefits, honestly, to creativity. Like, um, the, when you're actually in a creative project and you reach that, what, what they call flow, it's really mimicking, um, a meditative state. And so you get all of the benefits of being in that, that flow state, that meditative state. Um, yeah, it's really cool. So you're, you're seeing like mental health benefits, things like journaling. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be Picasso, but (laughs) 
you could just journal every day and there have been a lot of benefits to your boost to your immune system, for example, if we're just for journaling every day, um, reducing anxiety, boosting mood. And I know that it's 2020. A lot has happened this year. We could all yeah. use a lot of um, extra comfort for our physical and mental well-being. Um, yeah. And frankly, a lot of people have time. I know yeah. it's hard to for people out there with little kids, it can be hard to have a hobby, right, that you want to do, um, especially if you're all home together. Yeah. Uh, but art is a, a great one. I, I think that we, you know, things that kids do, we tend to, you can't see my air quotes, but age out of them or think we age mm. out. But yeah. when's the last time anyone just got some Play-Doh, right? And, you know, yeah. molded and sculpted or um, the kinetic sand. If anyone's used kinetic sand, that's like my new oh, yeah. to play with. Yeah. Uh, finger paint. My kids kids have these like little beads and I'm like, I just want to touch them. They're like yes. water beads. Yes. They're so therapeutic. Oh, I'm like, I'm just going to put my hands in these. I want to like fill a bathtub up with them. They're so Yes. But right? Like that sort of thing. Like look at what kids get to play with and get to do. And they don't care. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like my five-year-old says, oh, mom, but I don't think I'm the best at building yeah. a tower. Nobody cares. Right. Um. So I think that. And it's like you said, you don't like to draw. There are so many other ways to be creative um, without concern for outcome, I think. Yes. I think that's so, so, so huge. Without concern for outcome, you know, I can get so trapped in the the outcome. And like you were saying about you were comparing your drawing with your dad's type of style mm-hmm. of drawing. Same thing. So maybe before I just say the reason why I don't draw is because I don't like it, I need to like look at it and say like, okay, what mm-hmm. if it is I don't like the outcome? <laughs> and if that's it, there might be some benefits for trying it out and and doing it. And But then again, I always think, you know, getting momentum in something is more than half our battle. So maybe for me, it's not starting with drawing. It's maybe like creating a little bit more space mm-hmm. that I can do other creative things that just fill me up so much. Yes. And there are my own, my own fingerprint. Like you said, I wrote that down. It's not about excelling. It's about enjoying. Mm-hmm. That is just incredible. I wrote that down. I want to remember it. Um, so you kind of went into it a little bit, but I want us, I want you to give us some tactical steps. If we're busy, if we're working full time, if we have kids, if we have a lot of responsibilities, how can we really just like create the space and the time to be creative? Do you have any tactical tips for us? For sure. So I would challenge everyone to think about how they can infuse creativity into what they're already doing. And there are so many opportunities to that. Um, if you're cooking every night for yourself, for your family, how you know can you do it a little bit different so that you put it on the plate and maybe everything's in rainbow order or something? <laughs> you know, the, yeah. The way that everything's plated is really aesthetically pleasing. Or when you're, you know, cleaning up, can you put music on and dance around your house and really get those juices flowing when you're really listening to the music and really being present? 
Um, you know, at work, I, gosh, again, I used to do so much creative infusion at work. Um, do you have to do like a newsletter or a presentation? How can you do that in, in a way that maybe isn't just a stock PowerPoint template, but you know, you're going to find some stock photos that really speak to you. Um, you know, when you're out on a walk or hike, take some artsy photos that really feel good for you. So if, and I, again, I know that time is short for everybody. Um, so, but if you do have the ability, and I think that everybody really should be putting a few minutes away a day for themselves to focus on themselves, themselves, do, you know, go grab some, you know, colored pencils and some paper and start doodling while you're watching TV instead of just watching TV, grab, try knitting, you know, there's so many things that we can do. Um, and so, yes, I think you could infuse them in the things that you're already doing. And then also if you can put a little time before bedtime, after the kids go to bed or when you first wake up, whenever you feel like you have 20 minutes to yourself and just why and fail, 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 fail. I cannot say that enough. Yes. See if it works when it doesn't think awesome. I just learned something and try it again. Exactly. That is so huge. And that's something I'm always coaching on probably because I need it (laughs) in exercise and in life. Like I always say you want to fail. You want to fail out in exercise and in life. Like you're saying, it gives us it gives us things to learn. And if you're not failing, you're not pushing it up against your your boundaries and you're not expanding. Like there's a whole there's a whole other world that you are capable of. And you'll never know if you just stay in your comfort zone and don't push out and fail at it. Another thing I keep on hearing in the different stories you're telling us is it seems like, and I'm so proud of you and glad that you followed these clues, but it seems like there were clues, Oh, you know, during when you were said, like when you're working at academia, you were like yeah. infusing it in there. And as you're telling one of those stories, I thought about when I was going so my undergrads in psychology, and I was going to be a school psychologist at first. And so I was doing a ton of research in the field, even as undergrad. And so one of the things that I did was work with a special system and program with this young girl who is having trouble reading and some other things. And uh, she would come see me almost every day after school for an hour and a half. And this little girl, I'm like, oh, she's in school all day. She comes and sees me. And so I would just infuse, now looking back on it, I would infuse things to get her moving, things to get her like pumped up because I was like, I want to, you know, bring this little girl some joy, some movement because she's sitting here all day in school. And then she comes to see me and I just felt in my heart that she needed it. And look at, that was a clue for me. If I was willing to see it, that I can do that for people. Like I can help and it has a ripple effect and an improvement in all areas of their, their life. Not just, I mean, health is an example enough. Like you were saying, the health benefits of doing this stuff is, should have us all in the game for creativity. Uh, but if that's not enough for you right now, don't judge yourself and say like, okay, where can I look for clues in my life? 
I mean, that makes so much sense. And I remember when you made the switch and that was like, yes, it, it's funny sometimes how people can see more than we can see ourselves. Tell us about how we can look for clues in our own life or some other examples of clues so we can, you know, feel that full flow, like you mentioned, or the full benefit of taking the time and space to be creative. Yeah. So I think number one, like you mentioned, listening to your intuition, what, you know, what are those little things? pulls kind of in your belly or wherever I think everybody kind of feels them differently where you're like that was really good that was really fun I really enjoyed that or you know mm-hmm. my energy is going to this and it feels really good I think the second thing would be to listen to the people around you who are closest to you I mean I remember in college mm-hmm. when you made that switch and it was like yes that is such a good fit for you like that's uh-huh. when I you most alive when you would make me ride my bike in the summer and then go do a test out a cycling class with you for an hour and then we had to ride back to the apartment and all I wanted to do was fall off my bike and you were like yes I've never felt more alive and and I love that about you because it was your enthusiasm that made me not want to hop off my bike and murder you so I think (laughs) that really told me it was the right thing you were doing right and For me, it's like, okay, so other people, my husband, when I finally was like, I think I need to quit my job and do this. He was like, yeah, obviously you do. Like, obviously yeah. you should have done that a year ago. And I'm right. like, oh, thanks, honey. Um, <laughs> when people are like, oh, and again, I think there's a fine balance between relying on other people for that. Mm-hmm. Am I doing this okay? Am I doing it right? Do I have your approval? Yeah. Which also I'm really not great at. I'm working on it. Um, yeah. But Same. what are the people are saying where they're like, oh, that you really seem happiest when you're doing that or whatever. And I think that yeah. brings me to my third thing. You wouldn't find me anywhere near my computer doing anything any of the other jobs that I had. I wasn't reading, you know, academic journals for fun. That wasn't, you know, it just, I wouldn't be answering emails in my free time, but I would draw in my free time or I would write in my free time. And I think that that I'm very, I try to be very protective of my time, um, especially, you know, with three little ones and um, working now, but previously um, working full time. And, even now, now that my whole job and career is building this business around creativity, still when I put the kids to bed at night, I curl up with, you know, what my iPad and my pencil or my, um, you know, my paints. And that's where, that's how I love to spend my time. So it's oh, um, awesome. Yeah. So I think tuning into these little things, it's really important. And oh, actually I have one more thing. Yeah. Bonus one. That we alluded to a little bit earlier, but where do you feel like vulnerable and afraid if it didn't work out? Um, Interesting. I, you know, I could write academic articles and research articles and send them into publishers and, you know, get the feedback or the revise and resubmit. And it was fine. There was no skin off my nose, but Mm. something about, you know, a piece of my art going into the world felt so vulnerable because mm. it felt like a piece of me. It could have taken an hour to do as opposed to, you know, the research project that took months and months, but right. 
it felt so close to me and scary and vulnerable that it's like, okay, we've, we've got it there. That that's it. Um, because there was suddenly, it was like, well, I have nothing to lose because that's not about me with the other projects, the academic projects, things like that. But for this, it's like, but this is, this feels like it's a piece of me. Right. Um, And, and that's where I was like, all right, we've tapped in. We are there now. Let's get into it. If there's no fear in the next step, it's not a step forward. Someone once told me. Oh, that's good. I love that. Oh my goodness. Um, well, thank you so much. This has been so fun. So do you have something that you can give us that we can kind of up an action step to infuse it in our life, to try to practice, to play with it? What do you got for us? Yes. I would say today what the rest of the day, how much ever is left, I want everyone to start thinking, just noticing the areas of their life that they could be a little bit more creative and see what comes from it. Yeah, that's cool. And I like to encourage fitness inspirers to like be bigger, be brave. Like what would it feel like, like you were saying, to kind of step into it a little bigger version, a little braver. And I feel like that's a part of it. That's what's coming up for me when I think about where do I want to step in to, you know, be a little more creative, but then also for me to be bolder, to take up space with it and not to be worried about like, you know, I'm not going to be like pushing people over. (laughs) Well, you know, Um, but I mean, it's like a community thing. It's like we rise together, you know, um, I don't know. Am I saying the wrong thing? You're a therapist. So is this the wrong way of looking at it? (laughs) You know, I think what I try to do, and again, this is not something that's celebrated in our society, but follow the fun. Mm. You know, like what uh, Adrienne Mishler says, find what feels good. Follow the fun, lean into it and shut everything else off. And I think that we can't go wrong. Yeah. That's so good. And I'm going to have, I'm going to embrace some of my kids' creativity and let them teach me. Oh, yeah. We because I know I can learn so much from them. Oh, and just the way they just die. And they're like, yes, finger paints or yes, whatever project. They're not like, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure I can do it. No, that sounds fun. We should do that. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Well, what a great place to end. Thank you so much, Christine. This has been so fun. And I can't wait to hear our like success stories and practicing creativity in our life. Yes, thank you so much. I can't wait to hear what all the listeners do uh, creatively in their lives. Yay, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe. It's completely free. And share this with a friend. You never know when you could just make their day. And last thing is get on our list for our hump day inspiration. And that can be found at livefitnessinspired.com. All of this is free. Have a great day and I'll talk to you next week.